better and worse with Jess and Rage. Ugh. Jess, what a week. Have uh-huh. you had a week? It's I've been, been a week. week. It's been terrible. It's been the past. It's been a, a good two hours sitting here waiting to, to, to put do. this live. Yeah, well, if you hear any random booms that I can't uh, figure out how to edit out, it's because there's someone working on the roof of our house right above where we record this. Classic. So it was very loud. We've been waiting for two hours to see if it would go away. But well, we gonna do it. We're gonna put it out here. We just figure, fuck it, fuck it. We gotta gotta get it get it done. Get it done. We gotta put it out uh, here. So full disclosure, I have not had much energy to prep for this, but luckily. Jess really did. So we're going to have lots to talk about. Talking about love cliches. Very exciting. I have three. How many did you prepare? I have nine. Okay. And don't think, don't put this on my personality either. I don't want you to think that I'm some overprepared bitch. Because I never am. I'm just trying to prove something to Rage to show her that I can be this person. Something I'm trying in 2021. Do you think I'm the person that's normally prepared? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'll take that it. That feels good. I don't feel that way pretty much ever. But I really, fake it till you make it is really a, you're right. It's, yeah, I'm okay. That's the story of our lives. That's that's our motto. I mean, I started second shooting with Rach a few years ago. And she was the queen of fake it till you make it. So oh, yeah. that is how I operate. That's how I operated my whole life. So I was like, I can get down with this. I recently had... Um, a girl who she's actually my bride this year but she's been into photography for a long time but is like trying to start a business and she just asked me the question like how and like when did you get started and i'm like wow broad broad question mm-hmm. but the answer really was like i just i fully believed i was like as good as i could get with the amount of experience that i had and so i just like acted like it i was like it was real oh, yeah. fake it till you make it it was like i'm shooting on you, you know a, a yeah. canon 6dd and half the battle is getting your clients to believe you know what you're doing oh yeah (laughs) and then once they they believe that you got them hooked you You win if you watch enough youtube and have a strong enough mindset you can be professional in anything facts they just have to trust you and that's that's it it's why how many millennial boys have believed they can just run the stock market and day trade (laughs) you have a heart for it you can do it you can succeed no matter the cost so we're just we're out here trying but we've been this week has been very busy but i'm actually excited about this episode yeah i'm excited we're going over love cliches yes so we're basically gonna name a cliche and we'll kind of hash it out like real or bullshit and we'll kind of bring up points okay. about them. I think that we'll just kind of let it let kind it, of happen. Yes. Okay. You go first because you have way more than me. Okay. I'm actually starting off with one. It's a little, it's heftier. It's heftier than. Okay. Okay. Let's whatever. Okay. Yeah. Love. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Love means never having to say you're sorry. Bullshit. Like what was the context for that? I'm not in the first sure. Okay, place. do we know that this is a cliche though? You've heard I've this. Heard that. Okay. I was like digging deeper than like the the okay, average yeah, is yeah, where yeah. I was starting with this. But obviously, if this is how it pans out for you, you'll end up divorced. Yeah. <laughs> never having to say you're sorry, so never apologizing for anything. It's just like it's an over it's a blanket 
the love in the marriage is like blanket for like we never have to apologize to each other or is it or is it saying love is like never needing to apologize because you don't do anything to warrant needing apology in the first place i think it's like love roots over all the bad shit you do so just that that is the most crap yeah i I call bullshit on this 100 percent. i mean you're gonna fuck up always and then you're gonna have to apologize you're gonna have to own up to that so this one i just i'm i'm actually shocked that it was ever a cliche or anyone who's ever believed it because i don't believe it to be true no you're gonna make mistakes always and you have to apologizing is such an important and crucial part of just your development as a human being if you don't know how to, to apologize go back to the third grade figure it out like yes that's narcissistic behavior yes if you don't know how to acknowledge like oh i fucked up or like but that's admirable to me i feel like if you're like fuck i can't you know i gotta come clean yeah i really i really messed up here yeah i love that in you i'm like ooh, that's hot to me yeah i would say actually probably one of like the first things i learned when i got married spoiler alert didn't work out well but i did really learn like the importance of saying i'm sorry yeah i like that yeah yeah i would argue like know what you're sorry for don't over apologize um but like yeah it's really important to to own up to your shit yes to put it out there and to be truthful here's a caveat don't own up to anybody else's shit you know don't apologize for shit that you don't need to be apologizing for um but that's that's an own its own tangent that i can get off right of of belittling yourself to make someone else feel good but we'll touch on that another day oh yeah well but yeah, we'll say that. I mean, that's 100% fuck no. To love means never having to say you're sorry. And if you disagree, if you believe that, this is yeah. enlighten us. Please I enlighten us. I don't know where that quote came from. Me too. Yeah. Never having to say you're sorry. As if like that person never makes mistakes. I feel like it's the opposite of love is apologizing over and over and yeah. over for the stupid shit you're going to do as a human being. Let's own up to being human beings. And apologize for our mistakes. Yeah, don't. Okay, get yeah, it. we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Rach. You can. You can go. Let's go with. I feel like some of mine are the like sayings, but other other of them that I picked out are like the like themes, I guess. Yeah. Opposites attract. Facts. Big old facts. I say so too. I say yes because I think oftentimes you see someone that's the opposite of you and you see qualities that you wish you had people say that often like they make up for what you lack yeah people say that a lot but i'd also argue that those kind of like the in the things that will instantly charm you to someone like oh like they fill all my cracks or whatever (laughs) is that a thing (laughs) they fill they fill all my holes Which we hope they do. Some might say they do. do. But um, I think this coming from someone who was absolutely married to her 1,000 million percent opposite, it got old. Uh, It got old after a while. (laughs) We got on each other's nerves so bad. There's a difference between like opposites that are like loathe entirely or opposites that like for lack of better terms, fill each other's cracks. Yes. But you know what I mean? Like, kind of like, yeah. 
the healthiest relationships should always have a foundation of similarities. You know, like you, I think it's really important. Like you laugh at the same things, or you relax in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like, not saying this is a bad thing, but like, if I'm going on vacation, if I'm going to like, we can get on vacation talk real quick. If you don't vacation the same way, it's just I'm not sure it's gonna work out. I had to pretend that I was a mountaineer. You had to pretend that you, you were an itinerary queen. Oh, which my you are, God. are not. Which, like, I do because, like, I believe in most situations I could be like the most qualified candidate candidate to get something done. But like, I truly like love if I'm planning a vacation for myself. I ideally don't need an itinerary, right? But the vacations I would plan with my ex would warrant an itinerary. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I have to do this, and I would have to like map would out. Would someone times. agree that that's fun for certain vacations? Right? Like if you're going across the country and you have no idea what to expect there, an itinerary would be nice and to like do things that you wouldn't normally do at like a beach vacation. Yes. I'd say if you're going somewhere like Europe or something, make an itinerary because you don't want to get home from Europe and be like. A rough itinerary. A little. I was too hungover from Amsterdam to see the Eiffel Tower. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Exactly. But there were certain things that like. It was never relaxing. It was always like go, 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 which like can be very exhausting. Yes. Absolutely. You know, I want to go on vacation sometimes. But you know like, what I want to do? I want to look over at like in our hotel and you'd be like, I want to fuck around and just like not today. Yeah. You, wanna, you know what I mean? You want to just like lay here and like order takeout. I know. And like the fact that you can look over and ask someone that and they're like, Hundred percent, fuck yes. That's like so hot. Yeah. You know? Like that really. <laughs> no, but it's like that's okay. You guys are you. Like you yeah. said, you relax the same way. Yeah. Because like you're kind of like you're overloaded with too much. Like let's just take a chill day. And the fact that that person can lay in bed and not feel like they're having like FOMO, yes. missing out where they're at. I guess yeah. that's just like for me. I feel like that would be. Yeah, I think that's like attractive. a good like opposite thing like that would be nice to have is like if you're the kind of person that like hates asking for directions, like marry the person that is good at asking for directions. Marry the person that like can make conversation at the dinner table with whoever that is is a good example of filling in the cracks if you will and i feel like yeah i hate making phone calls and i hate ordering food on the phone joe loves it first person to pick up and be like yeah can i make an order you know what i mean without any (laughs) issues he's like i know you hate talking to the phone so i'm gonna do that yes that's a good that's a good balance of attraction yeah i I mean most people fall for people that are different for them but like because you want to date from someone like um and this is a small caveat. I will be referring to my ex under like a pseudonym um, because like. I was going to play it safe. Yeah, just going to play it safe. He, he doesn't know I'm doing this. We don't speak. We haven't spoken for a long, long time. Um, and But we like will his, reference him quite a bit. So yeah, we will reference him. And I don't want to, I don't want to just refer to him as my ex. I don't, I don't love that. You know, like it's like, so. <laughs> it's different yeah, than that. We're calling him Dave. So. We're going straight Dave. Yeah, my ex's name is Dave and. David, if we want to get serious about it, but yeah, <laughs> if we get serious. So his, for all intents and purposes, we're going with Dave. We're going with Dave. So I wanted Side to note. say that if you ever hear me talk about him, you can't like look up who he is. I mean, you could, but don't. <laughs> but like, you could, but don't. You could, but don't. It's 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 our story. It's our life. But I'm the one telling it. So I'm, you know, it's one sided on this front. Right. But yeah. I forget where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> It was just oh, a caveat. 
when side note when Dave and I met, we met at a summer camp and we became friends. We worked together. He was international staff from the UK. And we were friends, literally just friends completely. There was no hidden attraction or anything until the next summer he came back and we had met up and um, we had like developed crushes on each other and formed feelings. And we were telling our coworkers from that, like we had a lot of good friends from that camp. And I mean, all of them were like, is that a good idea? There was no person that's like, oh my gosh, we've been waiting for that. You know, like how yeah. you kind of want people to be like, that's so cute. It was all like, um, how? How did this happen? Because we argued all the time. We're just, I mean, we were completely 100% opposites. And I would argue that in the end, one of you might have to become less of yourself to fit. Interesting. So I think opposites absolutely, absolutely do attract, but be careful of that. Because it can be difficult. Yeah. For sure. I think this is a good segue into leading into my next one. Okay. With with um, Dave living in the UK and how you guys got together and how your story first began is... Absent makes the heart grow fonder. I wrote that one down too. So, Duh. Yeah. I feel like this is a perfect segue. Minus my announcement because I'm embarrassed. Um... <laughs> okay. I feel like you can touch more on this because I've never... I mean, I've had a long distance relationship, but I'm not not super long distance like you and i could kind of go i say yes and no on this but i'll tell you why but you can go first so my thought on this is you know more like absence helps you reimagine your relationship in a perfect light so like i think it's very easy if you're in a long-term relationship it's so much easier to like scoot past the hard things or or the issues that exist when you live together or when you are together because then you separate and you love that person you miss that person and then you just focus you probably focus on the future a lot Mm -hmm. and then you imagine a relationship that like probably doesn't really exist Mm, you fantasize about the best parts of your relationship and it's this weird cycle especially for anyone that's been in long distance relationships where it's like months off weeks on months off weeks on by the time you're months off, it's like you're just sad that you're not together and you miss them so badly. And, of course, it's like the absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's like – but it's really just like you miss them. You, right. You miss them. Like That's that's what I said. I'm like a little a little absence, a little time away, excuse me, can spark some emotions to give you that time to like reflect, right? Yes. But I mean like a long-distance relationship in the way that you described like months on, weeks off. Like yeah, by the that's time like you're- a cycle of like – psychological oh it's bad i would mess yes it it really can be and it takes you're just believing what the absence is kind of skewing your your actual feelings oh yeah and when you're together you're planning you're doing all the fun stuff you're like going and sightseeing you're trying to plan your vacations together so maybe like but no like the times you're together is the best times but you guys aren't doing that like downtime the fighting all that stuff because that's happening you're not doing daily life daily life right but i think in general like absence does make you appreciate people you know like if i spend like a long weekend away from my partner now it's like I miss them and I appreciate them. Because you it, have that time away to, like like I said, like reflect. Yeah. Because and be like, like, oh, oh this happened a and I wish you were here for mm-hmm. that. That's been a nice thing about this relationship that, like, I don't even like having conversations with, like, my sister without Josh present. Yeah. Because it's like, 
you don't want him to miss out yeah. or have to repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want him to be a part of everything. Yeah. Like the good parts. And so you do can take people for granted for sure. But I, when people would say that for like in response to I'm in a long-term relationship, it's always like, what are your intentions here? What are your intentions here? Yeah. Like, where do you see this going? And then, like, if there's no plan to, like, fully reunite for good, like, that gets... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's the end goal here, you right. know? And that's that's always being asked. Or, like, what are you guys going to do? Yes. I don't know. I was thinking about this, too, as a good point to, like, ask out, like, army wives or, like, people who are in the services and ask them, like, do you believe this to be true or do you feel like it just kind of... Yeah. That months on, weeks off, like, you just kind of, like, go through this cycle of, like... Wishing that they're always there when you're together, you do the fun things and then you send yeah. them off. I thought it'd be a good perspective, like to kind of. I do feel that like out. it would be very interesting to interview like military spouses because it. I think when you get to like career military spouses, you know, where you're moving every three to four years, like you just have to like succumb to a different reality of life at that point. You know, it's like yeah. there is no like a normal. That is your normal. That is your normal. Right. It sounds so hard. So props to you. If yeah. Military Shout space. out. Shout out you guys. Couldn't <laughs> be us. Couldn't be me. No. Couldn't be me. Okay. You go again because I really, now I am, I have one more. Okay. <laughs> you just keep running them I'll off, keep Jeff. them rolling. Yeah. Okay. I do like this one. Um, it's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. Mm. Which is big facts i think hell yes Mm. i appreciate all my past relationships and what they taught me so like i never take that back like i'm never gonna be like oh i wish i never met them or never loved them at all like all those experiences make me who i am and make me the wife i am today Mm -hmm. so it's like never regret are you kidding i mean like there's some things you can regret absolutely and i don't know but i'd be like either way you can have like had a have had a terrible relationship and like regret some of the things that have how they've gone down but that's all about reflection my guy so it's like right do you fully regret that that it never had and wish i never met them i wish i that's weird i feel like that's hard i think it's easy to like when you're hurting to get to that place yeah but i mean like i remember feeling like i wasted so much time that feeling of like mm. who could i have been or what could I have done? What could I have accomplished? But I feel like you reflecting on that now, knowing those yeah. answers to those questions are like, there's your answer. You know what I oh. mean? So it's not like you regret it. Like now you know because you have gone through that. No. I have, like, we were just talking before we started pressing play because we do that and we really need to not speak. We just need we to press play. We need to press play as soon as we sit down and see each other because like that's where the real yeah. shit happens but jess was talking about like when we first met and i was married and like a totally a different person or the or the person that i showed to other people was not a fully accurate version of like who i was or who i wanted to be and i mean it's hard to think about that person sometimes you know that version of myself mm-hmm. that was like in that relationship and not free to be me like that sucked but also, like, I would never regret all the lessons I've learned. Like, I am a su- I am much more patient with other people, but especially with, like, my partner now. And, like, I – you just learn. And you learn what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Like, you learn Like, who lessons. knew that you would be fully wholeheartedly this true self without have gone through that? Oh, yeah. You know? So it's, like, it's hard because in the moment it fucking sucks right you're mm-hmm. like oh i seriously wish i had that time back because i've i could have done xyz yeah or been xyz but it's like 
No. Yeah. No, I truly believe that those things fell in line for you to be who you truly are right now. Yeah. But heartbreak is a a painful thing that I, I understand why some people are like, I want to forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. That's what I'm I, saying. The moment, like, no doubt. Yeah. You just are like, I'd rather die. Uh, like, yeah, you I'd really go die. through it. Absolutely. I, I do remember feeling I would rather die than have to get a divorce. I was just like, make it easy. Make a quick car crash. Let me do something <laughs> real quick. Let me get out of here. Because it was like, I don't know. It's just this weird, like, I don't want to feel all the things I know I'm going to have to feel. Yeah, to go through all to that. To go through it all. It's like trying to avoid that terrible pain. Yeah. But that with that terrible pain comes fucking amazing growth. <sighs> so much yeah. growth. Mm-hmm. I truly... I know that sounds so corny, but it's like, especially in your experience and like witnessing it as a friend, it's been... Yeah. I mean, it's seriously so awesome. I think like... And life changing. <laughs> Good God. Something that I really worked at and working at in therapy and like my goal is to like have a true sense of like self like like a a good view of myself like an accurate view of who I am as a person like self-awareness and like I realized like I'm much closer to that than I thought but I was so conditioned like in a six seven year long relationship to like doubt all these qualities about myself that were seen as like erratic or quirky or weird like I pushed them down for so long so it's like it's hard to know like what's safe or who should I be but like it when people had met me even when I was married they'd meet me at like the photography retreats I'd host or whatever they would get a pretty accurate version of that's what I said you can always like ask your friends because like those people didn't push down those those personality traits that you describe as like bad right those are the things that they loved about you so it's like it's just different perspectives yeah Woo! Getting in deep. Getting sweaty. Getting sweaty. Um, okay. I'm just going to keep going. I'm on a roll because I love this one. When you find the one, you'll know. Okay. So everyone's like, there's this one moment in time when he, you find out he's the one for you. First, I'm going to preface this that I do not believe in soulmates and that there's one soulmate for each person. That is not my belief. I think that you can find many soulmates Mm-hmm. I think you can fall in love with many, many people. Yes, Jeff. and there's not just one person for you. Yeah, I mean, shout out Joe, I love you. You are my, you are the one for me. I'm not saying that, but I mean, like, you can have a lot of the ones, right? Yeah. There's your whole life. You're like, this is the one. But yeah. I also don't believe like there's this one moment in time that like time stops and sparks fly. I don't know. I think I do have this one specific moment where I knew I loved Joe, and there's like a few moments that happened in our relationship that I was like, yeah, like this is it oh yeah I love that in you and I know that this is this is for real but I don't think like I don't know I don't want to give people that hope that like time stops there's this actual moment it's gonna take some time there's a lot of factors that go into this so and even if you do meet a person like I did meet a person which I later realized I met this person had an out-of-body experience I couldn't breathe I like my oh yeah this was wild. This okay, was so wild actually, experience. yeah, you have a different experience in this. But I knew. It was like I, I was in the beginning stages of my divorce. This doesn't happen with everyone, though. So that no. we need to disclaim this. I looked this. into this, and I want to do – I actually do want to do a full episode on this. But um, he was my twin flame. What does that mean? 
and it's like so like there are soulmates and then there are twin flames and twin flames are like more of like a direct like reflection on who you are but basically like I looked at this person and I'm not kidding you I had dreams about us in past lives it was disgusting and I knew I was like what it was this full knowing that it was like I this is an unhealthy obsession that I could develop when you told me about this moment I was like you need to find him this is meant to be the gods are aligning the stars are aligning Mm-mm. the gods are telling no. you Mm-mm. this is it no I fully was like also like you were you were weird with this guy yeah Shit was real weird because you were like I seriously can't even fucking talk to him I'm like what do you mean yeah. which is like never in my no, life no Rachel talk anybody's ear off yeah and it was just also he was the kind of guy that like wouldn't tell you when his birthday was do you know what I mean? No, literally, I would say that this guy was like too cool for everything. Oh, it was I mean, horrible. it was like, yeah, that's how I felt about horrible. him. But it was, it was like, horrible. it was, it was like He's the quiet guy. But it was Myst- also he was like, very mysterious. Would I have ran away to Mexico with you in a dirty van? Yes. <laughs> but all would I have dropped me- my entire life and world for you? A hundred percent. But all of me knew, like, this is not the life you want at all. He was bad news bears. Oh, for my heart, for my soul, he was not nice. Like it was all these things of like, nice. but this is like mysterious this- guy, and he'd like give you like an inch, and you would like take this mile with him, and you're like, I just want to know more. Yeah, it was not good, but he was absolutely my twin flame. Uh, we'll meet again in another life, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I you know who you are out there. <sighs> We're not going to name names. We're not going to name names. He is the most annoying person. If I could picture the most annoying person to try to be with, it's this dude. Like, also, <laughs> just like, irritates you to your core. Another white man, Rachel? Get a, <laughs> Get a grip. grip. Disgusting. Get with it. Get it's with freaking it. freaking 2021. So I will say that, like, I have experienced the, like, this frequency in the ears and the like drying of the mouth and the heart palpitations after seeing someone. Um, and I just hope if you, if you experience that it is temporary, that work that you have to put in after it is still a relationship. And like when I felt like that, it was for someone I knew that I was never going to be with. And, um, that was fine. That was just fine with me. Honestly, it was hard to feel for a while. Because it was like this, how am I going to feel like this for anyone again? Yeah. Was, but like, don't, but don't, and you didn't hold that as an expectation. That's, I guess, when it comes to like, yeah, you, you when you, when you find the stories. one, you'll know, as we go back to the cliche, when you find the one, you'll know. It just is like, there's plenty of the ones yeah. out there. Okay. And I feel like when I, when you know, you know, I mean, yeah. like when it's seriously, when you know, you know, and you know, you can spend the rest, the rest of your life with this person as a life partner, as a teammate. Yeah. You'll but go it's also for like it. when you know you know but also it's kind of like you always have to hold each other accountable like I feel like a lot of people like put marriage as this like we're in marriage so it's it right like there's no more like searching for anything else like you get what you get right right like this is who I am and I think it can be such like a a toxic atmosphere like we hear that all the time of like people letting their guards down after they get married or you know like whatever and just keep fighting for each other like that's what you vow to oh 
you know? So it's only going to get harder. Only. As more life experiences happen, as kids come into the mix, into oh, the God. picture. And and more just, I don't know, shit's yeah. going to come up. And you you deal with them. You chose yeah. that life. So it's like, you got to fight through it. So yeah. And I think it's okay. Like, when I fully wholeheartedly believe that, like, my partner, Josh, is, like, my perfect match. Like, we laugh together. Like... My family loves him. He makes my family laugh. Him and my sister are so close. He brings out the best parts of me and, like, helps me show them to the world. And, like, so whenever I feel, like, doubt about, like, the sanctity of love or, like, the reality of that, I know that, like, there are deeper things than just, like, love to our relationship. There's mutual respect. There's humor. There's, you know, family and things that like if your one pillar of your relationship is the love you have for each other it's it is not a long lasting right relationship mm-hmm. it, it's not going to be like there needs to be respect and joy and um you need a vacation the same way yeah. <laughs> or something Facts. you know yeah has to be bigger than than love makes it seem right. love is an aspect of a relationship it's not the whole thing gonna save it no that's good rage hey get off that pedestal okay um yeah i think that's all we have to say about that one okay i'm gonna move on yeah because this is probably the most i can i can keep going i'm okay. done with mine by the way you, i you i caught that i caught that um let's go over this one because i feel like this is the most obvious one that we just kind of have to debunk love at first sight Here's what we I, just talked about this. I know. So I was kind of, I thought it was a nice segue as well. Yes. You're kind of just doing it. And this is how I feel. Okay. I'm just going to give you a little scenario here. You're at the bar, right? You see some hot guy or girl, right? You're looking at him you're like, wow, I can really just like, you're like, wow, he's, they're so good looking. The attraction's there, right? The infatuation. And then all of a sudden you start picturing your life with them, right? Ooh, you're sipping yeah. on a beer. You're like, wow, dude, like kids i can see us just like i guess he's going bowling and like laughing about it i think i feel like you just play these stupid scenarios out we all do it and it's so fun right to just do that and it's just like this little infatuation party you have with yourself during this time but do i believe that that's love no i feel like love is like you really got to do the hard work here but i do think it's fun and i do think infatuation party at first sight when you do with this mm-hmm. like that's cool like that's enough to get you to make a move right for you to be like hey can i buy you a drink i'm jess you know what i mean yeah. like go for it like shoot your shot but like do i believe like that's it once you guys look at each other lock eyes and like the magic happens i don't not not for me no could could it be me no but i will also say i would have gone to mexico in a dirty van like, I'm not getting – it was nothing that made sense. I'm just saying, if he caught me the right amount of tequila shots down, I would have gone anywhere with this guy. Also, let it be known, if we're trying to be like, oh, Rachel, who was this guy? It was a blip in my life. We never <sighs> even talked about feelings. Like, this is – I mean, like, this was – I was either, It was bizarro. It was an energy field. And honestly, that's what, like, relationships like that are. Like – there is a chemical and like an energy aspect to relationships. Absolutely. And I would say that like I had this initial 
attraction, but it was more than that. It was like this deep inner knowing that like I known you before. It was That's so weird. It's oh, like a it deja was vu. It was uncomfortable. Deja vu type like you know, you that feeling where you're like, I've dreamt this. Like, I've t- totally been here. Was it like that? Yes. It was, no. But it was like the feeling of being like. Like, I know your spirit was how I felt. Like, you are not new to me. I want to call bullshit on this because, like, <laughs> I've never once ever felt this. Not. And it's it's cool. It's. That's. I'm I'm happy for you I, that you experienced this. But again. Shift in dimensions like what and that it goes back to the better to love and lost and never loved at all like i am glad i have a frame of reference for this yeah this feeling of like that love at first sight or whatever um let it also be known i do not think it was reciprocated um (laughs) let it it be be known um granted it was a complicated time in my life but yeah it was yeah it was i don't think it was one-sided but it was definitely like like it was never spoken about and it was well. No, there, you like and then fled the freaking country. state, the country as yeah, well. The country. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. He would. Oh. He. Yeah. He went off. He said, "I'm going off grid." Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, "Tell him your feelings before he leaves," and you're like, "Jess, I physically cannot." I'm no. like, I was so confused by this, but what a what I a cool by the decision. I feel like a lot of people. I feel like if I, if I was in a romantic comedy, people would have been like, "Oh my." God. you missed it you missed your shot but i but knew you it were wasn't like, right it was one of those things that, it like, wasn't it wasn't because like he didn't fill the cracks no he didn't no but he was very much you were very intrigued by this yes and it was it was new and different and weird and feelings were awry it was oh. wild but it was not a fill in the cracks it was situation. a like reckless feeling oh it was like i'm gonna live wildly yeah in a van a dirty van yeah but did like i like his personality no that's what i mean like i i fully believe that like we had some crazy life yeah in a past life like literally meeting him i was like i was looking into past lives i was looking into all this stuff because i was like something has to explain this like intense energy i feel and once I felt like I'm I was like traveling, like world traveling, like dimensions. Yeah, it was not right. I don't understand any of that, but you don't need to. It's not that great. It's, and I do think like I was glad that in a way that like I had already had a failing marriage <laughs> because it was like I know that love is not this like it's not based on a feeling or like marriage or relationships are not about feelings. It's about like commitment and respect and like like very large things that him and I did not have for one another. And so I was like, I don't need... This would be a temporary thing in my life. Oh, so temporary and just was not worth my time or his, honestly. And then I... Cool to experience, And then I found Josh and it was the perfect, like, best friend. Like, all of the aspects I wanted in a partner. someone you want to do life with. Someone you want to, like, experience all that cool shit with by your side. Yes. And, like, work hard with. Yeah. Someone that made me laugh and someone... Like, who I wanted to be around. My family wanted to be around me. Like, when I experience something, he makes it better. That's, like, a huge indicator to me. That it's, like, I always want him to be around. Especially on, like, big days. Because it's, like... Yeah. You... That's a cool way to describe it. That's a cool way to describe love for you and Josh. Is, like, I want him to be around for the big things. Yeah. Like, that's how you know. It's a cool indicator. Well, I think it was, like, the exact opposite of how it was with Dave. It was, like... 
Man, I really thought you were going to slip there. No, we will not be <laughs> slipping. It'll be feeling awkward for a while. Yeah, but you did good. I was no, like, We who? just rebranded it. <laughs> we did um, rebrand. Because it was like, him and I stressed out, stressed each other out so bad. So bad that we did not even want to be around each other, like, you know, for big days. It was like, I'll handle it. You handle it. Yeah, like, it's like, you'd rather them not. Because right. it was the amount of stress that came with that. You wouldn't be able to yeah. enjoy it fully. Right, because it was like I couldn't if it was like a f- event with my family, say like my sister's you'd birthday, rather just you'd rather I'd just, rather just go because it was like you knew I he'd be uncomfortable or his lack of relationship with your family would hurt you yeah. and just make you upset. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's over now. Shout out to Josh. We love Josh. We do. It's a good egg. Okay, next up. Let's see if I've gone through all these. Okay, this one's kind of interesting and controversial, but you can't buy love. Shout out to the sugar babies and sugar daddies. Such a culture right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such a fad. And it's all over TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. These Are these girls, the sugar babies, are they just making a buck, right? Is this their way of living? Or do they really just like, that's what they want in their life is money, and that's how they're going to get it? I think, like, love in a certain way is always about security. Like, who do you feel safe with? And I feel like if you, as a person, have had life experiences where monetary support is important or, like, feeling like... Then a sugar daddy is for you. Yeah. Because think about it. You can do all these life experiences. Like, what if you're, like, this, like, world traveler, right? And you don't have the funds to do it. But you want to just experience it with someone who's, like, a good companion and, like, someone who's good company. And I think there are levels to sugar babies from my understanding. Like some are sexual, some are not. Oh, yeah. So I'm some... saying like some just want like companionship. So it's yeah. like just like good company and they could just like go to dinner and sit. I'm like, that's ideal. Yeah. But I do like some people fall in love. Yeah. And from that, right? Like you just like you create this bond and mm-hmm. that security is there. And like that's and attractive. Money, money is allowed to be attractive. I don't think it's going oh, to I keep don't think you it's... in a marriage. Like, I don't no. think it's enough to keep you. But I think it can be attractive to know, like, oh, I'm not going to have to worry about Sometimes paying Sometimes that's bills. a standard for people. And it's like, is that, like, shallow of them? It's like, I only date rich people. It's like, hey, is that what you want? Go for it. I don't know. Yeah. If that's the life you want to, le- like, lead, then you either be the breadwinner or, you know, you find someone yeah. like a rich husband. Like, whatever. If those are your choices, go for it. Right. Who am I to tell you now? Go be rich. I'll love to add that. <laughs> <laughs> Job security was important to me. Um, Josh definitely didn't have it. He kind of made it sound like he did at the time. Like, they, right? Because he was just schmoozing, yeah. He was schmoozing me. But now, now he's in a like a career. But it was important to me that I'm like I want someone with a stable income. Absolutely, because like being self-employed, it's this like. Who so knows? stressful. Who like, knows what you'll make next year? Especially with in 2020 and like weddings being pushed back and all that. But it it's was... also like we can never like plan our income ever being no. in the wedding industry. It's like we're in- inquiry based. So it's like whoever, you know, how many ever weddings we have a year is like up to you guys, not up right, to us. Right. So it's like we have no idea. So it's a gamble. So yeah. someone with a steady job is definitely attractive. Added to the list of things. Oh, I mean, it was definitely a requirement, like, as Josh and I are, like, year and a half into dating or whatever. Like, not quite, but um, 
like when we talk about next steps, getting married, it's like I want you to be settled in your career, happy with that path. Because, healthy. Because I do not care to go Those through career changes. Those are healthy conversations you should be having. Yes. I don't care to go through a career change. With your soon-to-be spouse. Many Absolutely. times. Yeah. You know, I think like it's normal to go through like one or two. But also, like, figure out what you want to do. Like, go ahead. Go, yeah. go dip, get your toes wet. Figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And then we'll find. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not in a rush. Sometimes I feel that way because everybody's having babies and I'm over here like. Not yet, Rach. You better not. We have a pact. Yeah, we're trying to live together. In the same neighborhood. Yeah. So start looking. Start saving. Twin Lakes life. Twin Lakes. Yeah, it's like impossible to get into the neighborhood. So. I know. You might have to write letters. Go door to door. I might just do that. <laughs> it's worth it, honestly. Okay. Yeah, that's my camp I love. So we're going to debunk that. And I think you can. <laughs> I think I you, can, you can. You can buy attraction. You can buy. Yeah, and then it kind of leads. Could lead to love. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. And the other ones we basically touched on. In other ones. And remember, like, love and successful relationships are not the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, being in love and being in a healthy relationship are not the same thing. I wouldn't say that, like, a relationship built on money means you're, it's, it's necessarily going to be a successful match. No, but, but if that's, like, a factor that yeah, you it, find it's a fine, it's to fine. be important, then that's kind of how you phrase it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It I guess it's how, yeah, it's how you phrase it. That's how yeah. we'll go with it. Yeah. Cool. And that's, I think that's all I have for... That's nine? Yeah, we went through, we did like the other ones. The other ones, like your soulmate is out there, which we touched on is like the one, like you have the moment with the one. Yeah. And then, I guess, okay, what is one more? Um, bonus round. Bonus round. But it's also like, it's not a cliche, but it's like, you've heard this before and it's all, it's called... Or, whatever the cliche is it's all about compromise oh yeah and a hundred percent yeah <laughs> and what i found in my marriage as well it's like you will compromise over and over and over and over you guys are you're two different people you're cut from two different cloths and you are trying to live together and you guys aren't the same so you want to do things differently right always with maybe not a lot of things, but most, and you will find ways to compromise to figure out how to do those things together that works the best for both of you. Mm-hmm. And that's, I feel like it's all what it's about is just, it's compromising. So I do feel that to be very true in my experience. Yeah. And make sure like it's just two-sided compromise. Like don't just like lay down. Okay, what baby, you want. whatever yeah. you say, baby. Like no, that will just. We also can call you out on that and be like, that seems. Yeah, that seems. Or if it's like, or if you phrase it differently, like, that's not really important to me. If that's how you want to do things, like I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, you know, not just like don't make it feel like you don't have a say or an input. Mm-hmm. My gosh, how do we even end these things anymore? I don't. Hey, I don't know. I think our next episode we're gonna um go deep into uh, the tea. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna chug the tea for the next episode, and we're gonna go full f- fledged divorce. Yep, we're gonna do like my. Sorry for my stutter. <laughs> kind of embarrassed, but we'll... I, I was gonna breeze past it. <laughs> I thought you were just like really putting in like good inflection. Like good. I was trying, and then I, my tongue got stuck, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to call myself out because if I heard it played back, I'd be embarrassed. So I'm just gonna call myself out. Okay. okay. 
Yeah, but we're going to talk about my divorce. We're going to chug the tea. So yeah. bring the tea. Yeah, I think we're going to do a little Q&A. We're kind of seeing how we're going to go with it, but it'll be. Yeah. I think it'll be good. It'll be juicy. We're going to give yeah. you Rach and Dave's story. Rach and Dave. Uh, I know. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, guys. So tune in next week. Yeah. Or like right away. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know how we're. I can edit this out. Thank you. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We love you so much. Follow us. Leave us reviews. Do all those things. Do all those things for us. Love us. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.